0: To Affinities, a queer romantic magical fiction podcast created by Sarah Schneble and Shana Jackson. Affinities was recorded on the ancestral and unceded lands of the Massachusetts people. Chapter 5. A Bad Time. Written by Sarah Schnebley. This episode deals with themes of consent.
1: Greetings,
2: it's Chantal. Welcome to the limbo, otherwise known as my voicemail. I'd say I'm busy, but there's a 50-50 chance my phone just ran out of battery. Either way, please leave a message and I'll maybe listen to it at some point.
3: Chantal, it's me. I'm so sorry I missed your calls. Dad has been in the ER since last night and my phone was off. Please, please give me a call as soon as you get this.
2: Greetings, it's Chantal. Welcome to the limbo, otherwise known as my voicemail.
3: Hi Chantal, just calling again because I hadn't heard back. Dad's been discharged, so we're back home. If you're listening to this, please don't do whatever the book asked. Fire rituals can be super dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. And I don't trust this geist. Please call me back so I know you're okay.
2: There's a 50-50 chance my phone just ran out of battery.
3: Chantal, I need you to call me back. I did some research on fire rituals and it turns out that some of the geists, some of the worst, that's what they were known for. Please, please don't do anything the book says. We need to get rid of it. I'm
0: sorry. The voicemail box you are trying to reach is full and cannot receive messages
3: at this time. Oh, god damn it, Chantal.
2: What time? Oh, shit. I have to go. I have to start work.
4: Took you long enough to wake up. I was starting to think I'd given you a serious brain injury and you'd just die in your sleep.
2: What? Where? How are you? Well,
4: obviously I'm inside you. Rather cozy in here with the two of us, don't you think? Uh,
2: I don't feel well. My head is pounding. I think...
4: Your body's in shock, that's all. You'll get used to it.
2: No. No, I really don't feel good. I didn't... This wasn't... You weren't supposed to be in my head. I thought you were...
4: I'll admit sharing a body isn't ideal in the long term, but it will do for now. No. Oh.
2: I can't think. I need caffeine. I think... I think I have some cold tea on the counter.
4: Chantal, we don't have time for this. Pull yourself together and let's leave.
2: I just need some caffeine. It'll help me think.
4: Chantal! I said we don't have time!
2: How did you do that?
4: Well, we're sharing now, aren't we? You can't expect me to let you make all the decisions, can you?
2: You moved my arm.
4: I can't say we're quite at the level of equal partnership. I couldn't wake you up at all. But it's good to know I have some motor function, and I'm sure it will increase with time.
2: No! No, I don't like this. I think you had better leave.
4: No, I don't think I will.
2: You didn't ask if you could use my body, and don't... I'm not comfortable.
4: Well, I would have asked, but I thought there was a good chance you'd say no, and I couldn't have that. So... Let's be a good girl, and get ourselves out of this gloomy little apartment.
2: No. We're gonna stay here. We're gonna put you back.
4: No, I don't think so. I think we're going to walk out the door.
2: Stop!
4: Well, you have got more fight than I thought.
2: We are going to put you back.
4: I'd really prefer not to... No! Oh, really, Chantal.
2: Get out of my head!
4: Do you really want us to stay in the apartment? With Sky in the apartment upstairs? I nearly set the building on fire as a book. What do you suppose I could do as a human?
2: What the fuck are you saying?
4: I'm just saying you might want to reevaluate the circumstances before you make any rash decisions.
2: Okay. Okay. Let's leave the apartment. I'll go wherever you want.
4: Clever girl, Chantal. I knew you'd make the right choice.
2: I'm going. First, I just need to... What are... Oh, God. <laughs> I need water. I need... Salt water.
4: It should help, please. I got carried away. There's no need to. Please stop. I won't.
2: Okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna leave the apartment. We're gonna get out of the city, find a spot that is far, far away from other people, and we're gonna put you back in a book. And you're not even gonna move a finger on my body or I will start swallowing salt crystals until I have a stroke, okay? I said okay.
4: Okay, okay, I understand.
2: Good.
1: Shut Oh, God. Yeah. Usually, I'd be flattered when my mere presence makes someone apply to God for help, but... No. I'm sorry. It's just... A bad time? Isn't that always the case? No, really. It's just not a good... Listen, I was planning on taking a shower, so if you're about to set the fire alarm off again, I'd love a heads up.
2: I'm really sorry. I'm just running late for... That was a rude reaction. I just... Was surprised
1: to see you. Well, don't let me make you late for your... thing that involves a box of salt. Don't want to get in the way of you and your adventures.
0: All of her.
2: Me. To be carrying salt around, though, isn't it? Excuse me? Don't listen to me. Sorry. I'm having a very strange... No, really. I wonder what I was doing if I were you. Very suspicious.
1: Are you trying to make me guess, Chantal? I give up. I don't care.
2: I don't care. The sky catchphrase.
1: What is that supposed to mean?
2: Surely you don't need me to explain that one.
1: You're being very passive-aggressive, Chantal. That's a new look for you.
2: I'd say the sloppy, half-dress, morning-after look is new to you, but... We all know that to be in the established uniform of
0: yours.
1: Okay, I'm done with this. I'm done. I do not know what's gotten into you, but this is not my problem.
2: Skye, I... That's right. Not your problem. You don't care.
1: Fuck off, Chantal.
4: <sighs> oh dear. That stings a bit, doesn't it? Sorry to capitalize on that sore bit of memory, darling, but it's nothing you haven't thought before. Right, dear?
2: Give me my voice back.
4: Whatever for? Your paramour is gone. Probably forever after that little tete-a-tete.
2: Give me my voice back.
4: Let's get ourselves up now. No need to sit about and mope. I thought we were going on an adventure. Give
2: me my voice back, you parasitic creep. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, what just happened? What did you do?
4: Oh really? You're going to blame me for your little outburst?
2: I would have never said that to Skye.
4: Really? Planning on taking a shower? Did you think her little friend from last night ran off before sunrise or do you suppose that will be a joint activity?
2: Stop it. I don't want to. I can't.
4: No. You really can't. I see that now.
2: I feel sick.
4: I don't think you can really blame me for that one. But you're right. Things don't feel good at all in here. The intestines are all jittery, and I can't imagine one's heart is supposed to beat this fast all the time. Perhaps the great outdoors can wait another day.
2: Do you really think she's gone forever?
4: Yes. (laughs) Oh, come now, Chantal. Sky was lost to you years ago. You knew that. I do believe, despite it all, that you are rather intelligent. So tell me, did you actually think she was going to forgive you? See you for the glittery snowflake you so wish you were and magically fall in love with you? What do you really think the odds were for all of it falling into place that way?
2: Why do I always want the things that can never be?
4: Perhaps it's your taste in literature.
2: Hm. Why don't things happen the way they do in books? I mean, I don't need a man in a cloak to yearnly walk towards me across a meadow at the break of dawn. I mean, I wouldn't say no, but but I never expected that to happen. I never expected engagements on horseback at sunset or rain-soaked confessions of love in gazebos. It's just being seen by the right person. In books, you can be the shy girl, the anxious girl, the late bloomer, and the shiny person will catch your eye and will want to know that wallflower in the corner. Somehow they'll be able to see the worlds, the entire universes of thoughts and energy and dreams that you keep hidden from the world. But it never happens that way. People are drawn to the people who step into the light, who fill a room, who conquer fears and reach for their dreams and speak their thoughts aloud. I find it exhausting to have to prove myself to everyone that I am worth their time. To reveal so much to people. To give so much of myself in the hopes that they will receive it. To demand attention seems I wouldn't know how to begin. I've spent so long in the shadows. I'm not even sure I know where the spotlight is.
4: This world was not created to be kind or fair to the people in it. Happily Ever After is a work of fiction.
2: I know, I know. There's no such thing as true love. Happy endings don't exist.
4: Oh, Chantal, you misunderstand me entirely. I said Happily Ever After is a work of fiction. Not that it doesn't exist.
2: I don't see what the difference is.
4: I spent decades living in a novel where a heroine, against all odds, achieves the romance and career of her dreams.
2: Oh, good for you a bodiless spirit who could actually live in a world of romance and happiness, and it sounds like you barely enjoyed it.
4: First of all, I am in a body now, thank you. Second of all, I see no reason why geists should be the only ones to inhabit books. Humans have spirits the same as we do. If I can come out of a book, surely you can go into one. What
2: are you talking about?
4: I'm saying trade places with me. I can stay here and you could go into the book where you have always wanted to be.
2: I... I don't know. That seems... I mean, how do I really know if it's any better in there than it is out here? I hardly read the book and the bits I did read seem kind of dark.
4: Well, that was mostly to do with me and I wouldn't be there, would I? It is, I promise, Chantal, everything you say you want. Rosemary was riddled with insecurities, and yet she was seen and loved and lauded for her intellectual feats. And it's more than that. It's all the other things, too. It's the illicit rendezvous and Gothic university corridors and love letters read in rose gardens at tea time. You really can have it all.
2: And what about my life here?
4: The one where you're working in an unfulfilling job that pays you less than you're worth? Where the only true friend you ever had won't return your calls? Where the woman you love hates you and openly parades her lovers past you as you sit in your apartment alone?
2: My life's more than those things.
4: Is it? From day to day, your actual lived experience of your life, is it really more than those things? I don't know.
2: Oh god, I don't know. What do I do? I don't know what to do.
4: (laughs) Uh, It's all right. Oh, you're going to be all right. Shh. Let's get the book. And some candles and matches. I'll teach you the words to say. It's going to be all right.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Affinities. Chapter 5 was written by Sarah Schnebley, starring Shayna Jackson as Chantal, Robin Russell as Morgan, Scott Colford as The Geist, and Regine Vital as Skye. This episode was edited by Mirabelle Passani and Sarah Schnebley. Music by Sarah Schnebley. We would like to thank our generous Indiegogo supporters, without whom this project would not be possible. Jocelyn Yeager, Sarah Herrick, Brenton Thurston, Michaela Buccini, Danny Duke, Phaedra Morgan, Alex Lang, Liz Reading, Andrew Outlaw, Evan Terracini, Cassandra West, Stephanie Brownell, Meg O'Brien, Michelle Stockman, Hannah Pryfogle, Tempest McCabe, Anne Reading, Paul Schnebley, Tal Minier, Lindsay Korth, Megan Remillard, Colton Flick, Rachel Rauch, George and Marge Reading, Daniela Salcido, Miriam Reading, and Gideon Batista.